0: What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and I want to give a brief episode to discuss the events going on in Russia and Ukraine. So a lot of people are still confused about why Russia is doing what they are doing right now. And the reality is that at the core of decisions that Putin makes is destabilization of the United States economy and political system. So if you notice, they've been doing this for quite a while now, they've been infiltrating Um, social media apps um, and paying people to um, troll you know and cause division political division Um, they were definitely utilizing the um, Trumpsters in a method uh, you know an effort to make Americans not trust the democratic process participate less frequently in elections and the whole reason being is that if If Americans are not actually focused on um, sustainability and progress and growth, if we're constantly fighting with each other, bickering with each other, not voting, not trusting our democratic process, um, if our economy is destabilized, Russia recognizes that they can then move into certain spaces left vacant by the vacuum of our presence or our influence. Because in some of these cases, it's not about us being Present in a country, but rather our influence as far as our relationships are concerned. Politics a lot of the time is about relationships. And the more comfortable that two countries are with each other, the more economically cooperative they tend to be. So by and large, everything that Putin is doing, it's not so much about getting Ukraine, although that's definitely part of the ego that Putin has. Um, because this is a land that formerly was a part of the Soviet Union and is no longer. But as has been seen with a lot of the things that Putin has been doing for at least 10 years now, it's really about destabilizing the U.S. political system and economy. And so a major thing that I think the American government needs to do is to highlight that that is the goal. There needs to be transparency in what Putin is doing. If you're observing from the outside, you can kind of see where this thread, this commonality has existed in a lot of the things that Putin and the Russians have done for the past 10 years. Um, That's really the goal. So we definitely need to stay centered and focused. Um, You know, we're definitely not alone in the battle against Russian animosity in the region. And so, I, you know, we're going to see how this plays out the people that I really feel the most pain for right now are the people of Ukraine um and the Russians that are being caught in the middle of this because there are you know a sizable portion of the Russian population that does not want this um and that's the reality and they are pretty vocal about it whenever they're not under the watchful eye of Putin um similar to typical dictatorships you know if you vocalize your opinion in a public format you could be targeted and they know that um so that's basically what's going on there I really feel like I said I feel a lot of pain for what the people of Ukraine and Russia are dealing with having to be caught in the midst of this political game that Putin is playing Putin is bottom line an asshole he's just completely an asshole and he is making decisions um, even those that are probably going to hurt him just as much as anyone else, uh, in the long run. And, but as I said in a post that I made on Twitter, um, he's so far up his own rear end that I don't think he's going to try to retract his actions, uh, until it is too late. Um, and he's basically damaging himself. I don't know exactly how he sees this playing out in his favor, Um, It's just causing issues and sanctions for his people. Um, This guy is just an ass. I just, for the life of me, don't understand people who function the way that he does. So there we go. So that's all I want to say for right now. Um, There's a lot more in the history that can be looked at. You can look at previous Russian presidents. Um, I think it would be important to go at least as far back looking at um, the post-World War II era. The reason why the Cold War began, um, the Russians did bear a, a large portion of the um, atrocities of World War II because the Germans were so close to them um, by the time everyone really got involved. So the Russians really had a major loss of life during that time frame. Their infrastructure was greatly devastated. Um, and in response to the aftermath of World War II, we definitely saw an increase in and basically dictatorship which was unfortunate for the Russian people um, but it was a decision that the leadership made you know I'm not gonna say why I don't know if they thought it was the best option for getting their country back together um, but there has been this long-term um, battle between communist um, leadership and capitalist leadership or democratic leadership um, I, I think it needs to be said also for anybody listening to this that Capitalism is not always democratic and communism is not always dictatorship. These are different things. Communism and capitalism are economic systems, whereas dictatorship and democracy are political systems. And there's this misconception that in order to be a democracy, you have to be capitalist. That's not actually the case. The reality is that Russia could continue to be communist and have a democracy uh, because communism simply means that the, the profits of certain things are shared among the people. Um, It's communism being common, you know, this the community sharing among the people. Um, And so someone on TikTok made a great video explaining the difference between communism and socialism and capitalism. So in communism, no one is supposedly no one is allowed to be rich, although we know Putin is definitely rich. Uh, He just doesn't want to let anyone else be rich. And that's where communism ends up falling on its ass is because even though technically it's supposed to keep everyone feeling comfortable and sustained, it tends to create a dictatorship because somebody decides to wield the power of the money um, and only allow the people to have a certain amount Um, and they still get to benefit from being like the only wealthy person in the area, which is total assholery. So that's typically what communism is supposed to be that nobody's allowed to be wealthier than someone else. That everyone is supposed to be on equal footing. Um, Capitalism says that anybody can be rich, but there's definitely gonna be some poor people. And there's no protections in capitalism to keep people from falling into desperation. Whereas socialism is kind of a more comfortable mixture of the two where Anybody can still be rich in socialism, contrary to what some people believe. Socialism says you can still have free enterprise. You can still have capitalist, you know, basically capitalist businesses. You can still grow wealth. You can still become a wealthy person, but the the guide or central core of socialism is that nobody should be poor. Nobody should be living in desperation. And so we already have socialist policies. Like socialism is not the same as communism. Socialism is not the same as dictatorship. The reason why some of these corporations don't want us to go into socialism is because they recognize that in order to provide these protections so that no one is in despair, they have to actually pay their fair share of taxes and they don't want to. So getting that out of people's head that russia is not socialist russia is communist um and that communism doesn't mean dictatorship but that in the case of russia they have both they have communism and they have a dictatorship um and he may be called president and there may be elections but he never allows anybody to actually run against him in a free election um so that's what we're dealing with with russia this is something that's been going on since world war ii the cold war was all about trying to um trying to oust like Russia and the United States basically back and forth um, trying to retain their prominence as an economic um, player on the world stage. And the people of the world had to decide between the two economic powerhouses which one they were going to be more comfortable being allied with. Um, And we can go into the ethics of it. We can go into a lot of this, but the reality is that what do you do in the reality of the political environment um china is the third um player in this china tends to like not directly participate as much as russia and the united states china tends to do what i call a sun tzu method of it where they're participating but it's not as outward as people may think um you know their moves have been things like economic moves in Africa trying to get control over certain spaces and certain land. Um, You know that's been one of their ploys. So basically each of these political powers has their different methods. Um, At the end of the day I think one thing that's important to remember is that as this continues to play out your life is still continuing and still sustainable. Try to focus on what matters. Um, Don't let any of these news events get you off center or off balance um we've been here before this isn't the first time we've been in a situation like this and so just continue to be attentive to your household to your mental health continue to focus on your goals Um, don't let this create hesitance in your progress you you're going towards something um, you're building something you're embracing something continue to go toward it because you deserve it Don't let these political things deter you. And by and large, remember to vote in 2022. Keep our democratic system functioning. We are still, uh, our nation is still in process and we have made a lot of improvement. There's still room, obviously, room for continued improvement, but let's not discount what we've already accomplished thus far and let's keep it focused on continued growth and sustainability and what that'll look like for all of us. As always, this is Word of a Rebel, and I'm here for empowerment. Be sure to hit me up on all social media platforms, at Word of a Rebel, and I'm wishing you all a peaceful weekend.